Hello and welcome to Retrospection, a podcast in which we take a look at an old film or TV show and somehow end up for longer running time than the actual film or TV show we're talking about. My name's Colin and welcome humans, I am ready for you. Ooh. And my name's Paul and I hate outside, I hate it. Yeah, you can tell from your pasty white skin. I've got a nice tan this summer actually, thank you very much. Uh, oh yeah, I see it on the top of your head. In this episode, we'll be watching the influential sci-fi film Logan's Run from 1976. IMDb's splendidly succinct synopsis is an idyllic sci-fi future has one major drawback. Life must end at the age of 30. Which sums up my life, really. <laughs> it sums up a lot of our lives, doesn't it? Yeah. What Logan... am I talking about? I'm, I'm very happy. Good. Yes, I'm a happy, happy 44-year-old. You might not say your actual age. Oh, I'm proud of it. Okay. Logan's run stars Michael York as Logan, Richard Jordan as Francis, Jenny Agata as Jessica, Roscoe Lee Brown as Box, Farrah Fawcett as Holly, as she's credited as Farrah Fawcett Majors, Michael Anderson Jr. as Doc, and Peter Ustinov as Old Man. Old Man. That's, that's his credit name, yeah. I'd love to play old man. Don't worry, you will soon. <laughs> Directed by Michael Anderson, written by David Zellick Goodman, and very loosely based on William F. Nolan and George Clayton's novel, and the music is by Jerry Goldsmith. Yeah, it's very loosely based, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And Logos Run was also a year later a short-lived TV series, which sprinted for 14 episodes. Do you remember the TV series? Nope, never seen it. I think it turned up on ITV, which is a um, TV station in um, the UK. I think it was on, it ran on a Sunday afternoon back in the late 70s, early 80s. Oh, okay. You don't remember it? No. I remember a guy with big bushy eyebrows. Okay, that may be just a dream you had. <laughs> it's possibly, yeah. The movie had a troubled history in reaching the screen. Originally a project produced by George Powell from a Richard Maybaum script, but the budget and the logistics of his story were just too much and the project was sold to Sal David and went for a number of rewrites until it reached the story we see today. And the original story was set on a sanctuary called Argus, where people queued up looking through little books and collected small pens. Do you know what? I knew you were going there. <laughs> Did you? I thought if he doesn't go there, I'll do it, but I had faith in you. I knew that's Thank where you, you were going. Thank you. <laughs> so the film won a special Academy Award for its effects, especially because it uses a new technique to portray holograms and extensive use of wide-angle lenses, which were not common at the time. Nine sound stages were built, including one containing the largest miniature city ever built at that time. And finally, I should mention that Logan's Run was the most expensive film MGM had made in 10 years, mostly because of the sets. Yeah, it cost seven million to make, and it made twenty-five million. Yeah, that's all right. That's a hit. Yeah, it is that's an a hit book. in my book. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> did you did you read about um, all the unused footage that got sold off? No, what was it sold? Who bought it? Well, there were lots of unused footage, and um, it was lost in what they called the Great MGM Purge. 
Oh, um, the yeah, there's a guy MGM called the guy, yeah the guy that owned M- MGM at the time, Kirk Kokorian. Kokorian. Was it? Did he have a stutter in his name? He did. Yeah, oh. Captain Kirk. Okay. Um, he sold most of the studio's archives, and then what he couldn't sell, he just binned. Wow. It's kind of like when we have a purge of our uh, DVD collection, really, isn't it? Um, no. Well, you don't do that. I. The only time I've ever, the only time I've ever removed a film from my collection is if I've replaced it by a better version of that film. Oh, like I did with my DVD copy of Highlander Endgame when I bought it on Blu-ray. A better version of that would be an empty case. <laughs> I remember the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this director, he directed uh, Doc Savage. Oh, the Man of Bronze. Man of Bronze, yeah. Yeah. That's got to be something that we might have to look at in the future. I think Warner Archive have either just done or going to a Blu-ray edition. Mm-hmm. So, oh. Yeah. That's got to be a purchase, I think. I meant for you. Oh, for you. oh yeah, okay. The, the, this film, Logan's Run, it was only greenlit after the success of uh, Soylent Green and Westworld. Yeah, it's funny. I always lump this film, Soylent Green, Omega Man, kind of together. I don't know why. They have a... F- kind of look and feel about them that's similar it is kind of bizarre though isn't it to think that this was made in 1976 and in 77 we got star wars which looks and feels completely different to anything else in the 70s doesn't it yeah that's true well unless you have anything else let's hear the trailer go for it just imagine a world where you will hold your entire future in the palm of your hand when a tiny glowing crystal will guide you through an existence in which each day is more wonderful than the last, where it will be possible for you to obtain the fulfillment of every fantasy, the satisfaction of every vanity, the absolute attainment of every wish. Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer presents the Saul David production of Logan's Run. A fantastic journey through a world beyond imagination. Welcome to the 23rd century. The perfect world of total pleasure. Imagine a world in which you need never be alone. You touch a switch, turn a dial, and the perfect lover steps into your arms. Every pleasure is yours to experience. Runner! There's just one catch. When the tiny crystal in the palm of your hand flashes its final message, your time is up. Michael York is Logan, Logan. policeman in a perfect world, trained to track down runners until he is forced to run himself. friend i understand we all go crazy once in a while but she's a runner and it's over (laughs) box an incredible being more than human more than machine diabolical guardian of the gateway to freedom or logan and the woman who loves him
never seen a face like that before. That must be the look of... of being old. MGM takes you into a new age of adventure in the first motion picture of the 23rd century. Logan's Run. It begins where imagination ends. It tells you everything you need to know, obviously. Yeah, and more. And more. And more. He's got a great voiceover. Yeah, very, very manly. You didn't listen to it, did you? <laughs> I did. <Yeah. laughs> Was it not manly at all? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you now. Right. <laughs> I'll post it on YouTube. You can watch it after the fact. So, let's discover if we'd want to join in with Logan's Marathon, or would we rather leg it? I'll tell you what, though, it might be a marathon, but I'm certainly not snickering at it. Don't don't even do don't do that. Don't do that. Do what? I didn't do anything. There was no no even logic for bringing that in. Well, you, you know, you, you, you dangled it in my face, so I had to. Whoa, no, I didn't. And I deny any time that <laughs> occurred. <laughs> Trust me, if, if there was anything dangling in my face, that laptop would be closed straight I'd away. Take your yeah. head off. <laughs> All right, what are you going to do? Fling <laughs> it around like a chopper? Uh, closing the name. <laughs> exactly. Chopper Squad. But we, you keep bringing that show up. Actually, you brought it up last time. That nobody me? remembers except you. You remembered it because you brought it up. I'm denying it now. Oh. This is how it works. <laughs> Go on. All right. So we open with the roar of the MGM lion and straight into some text on the screen. Sometime in the 23rd century. Now, it's good to not be specific. <laughs> yeah, I thought that as well. I was sometime, you know. <laughs> but they ruin it later by actually bringing the at the specific year up they, they actually mention the year quite a lot don't they yeah yeah so um what other film begins with the text in the 23rd century star trek 2 the wrath of khan oh, i'm glad you got that because if you hadn't i would have ridiculed you for the rest of your life i know i know exactly that's that's why i i was desperate not to uh disappoint you yeah yeah. So, sometime in the 21st century, the survivors of war, overpopulation, and pollution are living in a great domed city, sealed away from the forgotten world outside. Here, in an ecologically balanced world, mankind lives only for pleasure, freed by the servo mechanisms which provide everything. There's just one catch. Life must end at 30 unless reborn in the fiery ritual of carousel. This this text, I like it, but there's just one catch. Seems very loose and friendly for a text on a screen. It's like, oh, oh there's just one catch. <laughs> it just seems very like social or something. To be honest with you, I thought that you. I was just reading the uh, Brexit manifesto. Yeah. So my question to you is: Would you like life like that? Living in a, a almost utopian world. Yeah. That I... you, uh, you 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 but but once you're thirty, that was it. Yeah, but, but I think 30's a little young. So let's say 45. <laughs> so now, what, what, does that appeal to you, that kind of thing, where you could live that kind of free, do whatever you want, indulge your pleasures until you're 45, and then that's it? I mean, they, they, they say they're going to reborn in the fiery ritual of Carousel, but let's just assume you're dead. You know, let's go with that. 
<laughs> so how, how does that feel for you? There's a little glint in your eyes, you're telling me this, Colin. I don't, I don't know if I like this very much. No, it's not um, glint. It's just... Is it a tear? Is that what it was? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's not well, real. I, I, I would like it if I was still 25, yes. Ah, not, so not, not so keen on it when I'm 45 and, and in about three months' time, six months' time, I'm going to be uh, 45, yeah. Okay. But... Uh, Twenty-five, yeah, I, I, I could, I could go with that. Yeah, okay. I mean, let's face it. If someone told you that you say you were twenty-five, yeah, uh, but you were going to die when you were forty-five. So, so let's. So, if I think I'm a year older than what I am, so twenty-five, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And you're going to die when you're forty-five. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, it's no big deal, is it? You know, at forty-four, I still don't think it's a big deal. What, that you're going to die at 45? I've kind of seen everything now. I've done everything I want to do. watched all the films I want to do. Bond movies are shit now, so I'm done. Yeah, but you know what keeps me going? Uh, drugs. No, beer, no. beer. Beer? <laughs> yeah, obviously. No, 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 it's that idea that, 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 that next sweet, sweet Marvel movie that's going to come out. Just watch one of the other ones. <laughs> you keep telling me that. As the music builds up, we move across the landscape towards the domes of the city. Now, this model work. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Or is it not so good? The outside is not great. The right. inside is better. I'm thinking about this, and it's... If I was in... You know those museums that you go to, and they have, like, a miniature version of the city that the museum's in or something, and the lights yeah. come on and stuff, and you look at it and you go... Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. It's It looks amazing as a model. You're like, wow, yeah. that is a very good model. That's a great model. It's very detailed. Mm-hmm. Looks like a model, though. Mm-hmm. So it's not, a yeah, good, yeah. it's not a good lifelike city, but it's a good model if that's all it's meant to be. Do you, do you think it looked better at the time in the pre-HD days, or do you think it always looked like a model? I think it always looked like a model. Okay. Yeah. But it is better on the inside. Isn't most things. <laughs> you read my mind. It's nice it's just... music though, isn't it? I like the music. Yeah, and you notice the music changes when it's outside. It's instrumental. When it's inside the city, it's electronic. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good mix of the two, I think. As well. Yeah. They really yeah. work well together. Well, it's don't... one of Jerry Goldsmith's finest ones, I think. This. Ooh, steady on though, Paul. Yeah, no, I really like the music in this. Gosh. So we move into the dome and we fly over the city. We see buildings, beautiful landscapes and transportation tubes linking everything together. Mm-hmm. The kind of transportation infrastructure we always dreamed we'd have. Never going to happen. No. no. So we cut to a baby in a medical crib. The baby has a white glowing device on the palm of its hand. There's a knocking and we see Logan hammering the window, looking at the babies. And on his palm, there is a glowing red device. Mm-hmm. And Francis approaches, which is Francis is his colleague, and wants to know what Logan is up to. Logan's happy because it's not every day they authorize a new Sandman. And this one is Logan 6, even though there's no way of knowing if the baby he can see is actually the Sandman. Yeah, and then Francis starts to, he takes out his weapon and he starts, <laughs> takes out his weapon and he starts banging it on the glass of the window, doesn't he? He's got your level of subtlety there. Colin. I'm very subtle. Really? Yeah, I've never told you about the problems you've got. <laughs> we both know that's not true. That's Any true. chance you get. Yeah. Even, even in the next hour. 
Yeah, because Francis says, what does it matter? It's not even yours anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and then Francis hammering on the glass sends an intrusion alarm and lights begin flashing and Logan clears the alarm with his authorization mm-hmm. and they leave. What do you think of the Sandman costumes? The a pretty like 1970s idea of what the future will look like. That's the thing, isn't it? I mean, these costumes, they do look a bit like um, pajamas, don't they? But why is it that all, all 1970s futuristic movies still look very 1970s, don't they? Uh, would you say that 1980s futuristic films don't look like the 1980s? Not as much as the 70s ones, I don't think. Did Star Trek the motion picture look like it was in the 70s? I guess to a certain degree the, the, did, uni- right? the uniforms did, the yeah. sets didn't. Mm. There's something about those one-piece uniforms, and, and there's something about the, the when we see the, the, the civilian clothes later in this film in a minute. Right. There's something about those like one-piece things that just scream 1970s, don't they? Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. So we see another shot of the city on the transportation tube that Francis and Logan are taking. Um, as they get out of the transport, Francis is pointing out that only crazies hang out at nurseries and that there'll be a couple of new Sandmen in there tomorrow because some of their guys are on the carousel tonight and Sandmen always renew. I mm-hmm. know. Logan says, well, you can't know that it's, it's just assumed one for one. One is terminated and one is reborn. This is the balance that everybody has taught. Logan wonders about it sometimes, but Francis, he doesn't question it at all. No, he, he's, he's full on sold on the idea, isn't he? He is. And he bumps mm-hmm. into a man wearing red with a silver collar around his neck. They stir at each other for a second. Francis looks annoyed, and the man quickly moves away. And Francis continues the conversation, saying that Logan wonders too much for a sad man. But Logan asks him, why are you so angry the man who just bumped into him? Francis says he knows that red will run. He can always tell. Mm-hmm. And then he asks Logan, why are you so curious? And then asks, do you know who the baby seed mother was? Of course not, laughs Logan. I'm curious, not sick. Seed mother. That's what they call it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. So people just sort of like, just throw a shot in and then that's the end of it. Apparently, yeah. But uh, do they do it like, he doesn't know who the mother is, so is it done artificially? Glory hole. It's bringing up your nickname from school again. I do like the, the, the scope of these crowd scenes. They're, they're very big, aren't they? Yo, the sets are massive. Mm. Yeah. And, and it, it, it does look impressive, especially with those wide-angle lenses showing everything. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with those. I mean, mm-hmm. except that it looks like 1970, but... Well, I yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was looking at, at all these people walking around on this set, and I thought, I've been to comic cons that look like this. Yeah, there you go. So mm. maybe it was ahead of its time. Could be, could be. Yeah. So they approach a large group of people. Look at the crowd, says Francis. It's a good carousel tonight. Mm-hmm. And a voice announces that the carousel is beginning. On the wall is a giant red light. It almost looks like a flower, but it matches the shapes of the lights on everybody's hands. Now this carousel sequence has got a really sinister feel to it, I think, hasn't it? I thought it was sinister. I thought it was light and fun. Light and fun? All right, right. okay. Yeah. All right. D- different, okay. different strokes, I guess. Different strokes, exactly. Yeah. I, I do like the music as well. Again, in this in this moment, you're a big fan of the music. I am a big fan of the music. I'm gonna have to come out actually hunt it out. I think. Ooh, mm. you're gonna Sandman that puppy. <laughs> it, 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 uh, I'm not gonna do anything to a puppy. Um, 
That's just wrong. So they all Colin. enter an auditorium. There's laughter mm-hmm. and chatter, and everybody seems happy about this. Have you noticed there's no fat people in this world, either? Uh, yeah, you'd think if all you did was enjoy the pleasures of life and not mm-hmm. have to work or anything, there would be a lot more overweight people, right? You'd think so, wouldn't you? Also, so. how does this work, like, job-wise? Who's going to do the shitty jobs? It's that Star Trek thing again, isn't it, where there's, you know, there's no money. Right. Um, people just seem to do it out of the goodness of their heart. Yeah. And clearly there's jobs, because we, we see jobs later, don't we? We do, yeah. And it's a yeah. job that I wouldn't volunteer for. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't work. But there you go. No. No. Best not to think about it too much, I think, these kind of things. Oh, shit, but that's our entire podcast, Paul. <laughs> thinking about <laughs> it too... That's our tagline, thinking about it too much. Speak for yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> barely even watch them. <laughs> no, I'll watch them. Okay. Mm. So a voice says, Capricorn 15, born 2244, enter the carousel this is the time of renewal. But it's yep. all very psychedelic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. And the audience goes wild. Mm-hmm. There's a group of people walk out onto the circular stage and they've got red glowing symbol in the middle and they're all robed. Mm-hmm. Be strong and you will be renewed, says the voice. I hear that voice all the time. Do you? I do. So if you are, it says, be strong and you'll be nude. <laughs> you're like, throwing your clothes off in Asda. <laughs> Security. He's added it again. Not since last time. Okay. Not since uh, you were caught by the fish fingers. For fish fingers, yes. The things I could do with a fish stick, you know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I thought you'd probably just, just eat it, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like fish sticks, actually. Still, no. Too, too, too uh, exotic for you, right? Exotic for me. That's twice in a week you've accused me of of that. I know. So they take off the hoods and they're wearing what looks like hockey masks for some reason. I thought it was a a whole bunch of Jasons standing there for a second. What's it? You know, like a flock of geese. It's a Jason of renewals. (laughs) Jason of renewals. Very good. Maybe that's what that is. Mm. So now the crowd seems to go, ooh, as if... I don't get this bit. They go, ooh, as if it's unexpected that they're wearing hockey masks. Yeah, surely they've seen it before. Yeah, and both Francis and Logan, they seem a little startled, but but this happens all the time, so what's going on with their reactions? I don't know. I could, you could say that maybe they, they, they're always dressed differently, but then we see a carousel again towards the end of the movie, and it's exactly the same, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That makes no sense. No. Again, don't think about it. Okay. Identify, the voice says. They raise their hands, palm out, so you can see the devices. They're flashing red. Rise, says the voice. And the group of people look up, and a giant glowing sparkling white crystal descends from above. The halo around the crystal extends, and the glow surrounds the chosen people on the stage. The crowd applaud like they're at a Yes concert. Is it on pick? <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we, so... This was apparently one of the um, the biggest wire sequences that was ever put to film. But I can believe that because then, mm. you know, later you're jumping ahead, but yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. You, you had that, did you? Mm. Well, I didn't have the bit with me, but I talk about them levitating. Yeah. The stage starts to revolve 
They disrobe to reveal that they're wearing tight unitards in white with red flames on them. The crowd loves this design choice, and I, I made a note of the same question you asked. Is it different each time? Because they seem to be amazed by it. It would make sense if it was, but as I say, they, they, we see it again towards the end of the movie, and they're all dressed exactly the same. In fact, I think it's just the same shots that they reuse, isn't it? Oh, maybe, maybe in the story, then, it is different each time, but they just cheaped out. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it was such a complicated wire shoe, I mean, you wouldn't want to do it more than once, would you? No, that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the figures on the stage starts to levitate. And another. And another. The crowd are cheering as the people rise. Then as they reach the top, they burst into flames and sparks. The crowd are yelling, renew, renew, as the people explode. Even Logan has joined in the yelling. So, explain this to me then. Oh, that you want me to explain? Okay. I do. Right. Yeah. Do you, people think that they're being renewed when they explode, or do they think that if they explode, they're not renewed, and the ones that don't explode renew? Was there some that didn't explode, or did they all explode? It seemed like there were some that didn't explode. Hmm. But I, I, later we find out that you know nobody gets renewed. So right, I think they believe that. You explode, and you are renewed. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you say that, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all very unclear, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Logan uh, gets a message on his little uh, pager that he's got, saying mm -hmm. that there's a runner in the great hall at the west entrance. So he leaves to check it out, and he has a scanner that can detect the runner. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Francis surprises him, and then they both go to track the runner down. There's some great uh, scanning acting from um, Logan as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, he has. He's kind of waving it around. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I I can't fault his scanning ability. No, I like a, I like a good bit of scanning acting. Yeah, that's what you look for in a film, is it? Yeah, if there's no scanning, then you know, and it's even worse when there's poor scanning. Ah, oh, okay. Well, nice, you got your standards. Exactly. As the runner steps through an archway, Logan fires and hits near the runner. He then moves back through the archway, and Logan gives chase. Now, the guns are interesting. Yeah, they they practical, weren't they? They actually, um, they're kind of like um, the things that you used to use to light a gas cooker, aren't they? Yeah, but they got little green flames that come out the sides at the mm. end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, they Apparently, they were a nightmare to film, though. They kept misfiring or not working at all. Okay. Mm -hmm. They look good when they do work. Oh, yeah, they do, and, and you can see that it's actually there. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, they'd add that flash, wouldn't they, with, with they, CG? Yeah, they would. Yeah. Mm. No, they look good. But is are they toying with this runner? Because they seem to be terrible shots. I, I, yes, I think they're toying with him. Mm-hmm. Because um, they're enjoying it way too much, aren't they? I mean, Francis is obviously enjoying it way too much, obviously, but... But it's weird that Logan's enjoying it, right? After mm. all, what we've just learnt about him, you mm -hmm. know, questioning stuff, wondering why they do what they do. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, because they're running through the gardens and they're shooting at this runner and then they start laughing insanely. It's peer pressure. That's what it is. I, I, I guess. It just seems out of character for Logan, right? Mm. Yeah, because he, he, he is more the temperate one, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Francis but... is more of a loon, really, isn't he? He's... Yeah, but at this point, they're both loon. Mm, like, mm -hmm. but then Francis, loon -like. yeah, loon like. <laughs> I love your face in the loon like. 
But then Francis shoots the runner and the runner falls backwards over a balcony and hits the floor. And this is mirrored and intercut with the people floating and being renewed. Mm-hmm. Like they're going up and he's going down. Mm-hmm. Logan gets to him and reports in that the runner has been terminated. He checks the face of the runner with his device and it doesn't match. The device says there's been a face change and Logan confirms. And as he checks the man over, he finds the uh, a talisman, which is like an ankh. Um, Ankh, yeah. yeah. Gripped in the runner's hand. Francis reaches them and they joke about the shooting. So it's weird also now Logan is joking about the shooting. I th- again, I think it's peer pressure. I think, I mean, he, he's obviously, you know, he's friends with Francis. He's possibly his best friend, his only friend. Ah, so like yeah. his only best friend, he feels like he should laugh at his jokes and... Um, <laughs> Join in with conversation with him and pretend he's interested in the things that his best friend is only a friend that he's known for quite a good long time. Things like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's called Dumbing Down, Colin. Oh, interesting. Are you familiar with that? I Something about it seems so, you know, natural. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll figure it out. So then the cleanup crew arrives on jetpacks. Yeah, this is great, isn't it? Why are they on jetpacks? You'd get around faster, wouldn't you? I suppose. Mm-hmm. Francis thinks the runner was a fool. He could have been renewed in the carousel, and now he's gone. Why do they run? So the cleaners fly over the body and apply a chemical. The body mm-hmm. turns into mush, melts, then vanishes. Okay, this is the job. Who does, you got to worry about someone who could choose to do nothing all their life or do whatever they want, paint, be a violinist, whatever, and they choose to do this as a living. Melt but dead bodies. Yeah, you'd be like, so that's what you want to do? Yeah, and you'd be like, oh, got another one here. Lock him up. Somebody's got to do it. I know someone's got to do it. Well, maybe they don't have a choice. Maybe they're bottom of the wrong people, you know. But you have a choice. It's a life of... Luxury and pleasure for everybody. Ah, uh, but is it? Because we we see some people later that that don't have it so easy, don't we? Ah, oh, so you reckon that's kind of a lie? I think it might be. I think it might be. I'll tell you what, though. Whatever it is they're using on these bodies to disintegrate them, that's the kind of shaken vac I want. Yeah, you could use that in the various things you get up to, right? The things I could get away. <laughs> the things I could hide. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Don't think about <laughs> it too much. I'll try not to. Later in his apartment, Logan appears to have borrowed a costume from Kate Bush. It's very groovy, this apartment, isn't it? Very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like this apartment. Oh, yeah? That's what you're going to fashion? I want one of those robes that he's I know, wearing. I can see you in one of those robes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dennis Roussos. Don't care what the drink is, but yeah. <laughs> you remember him, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, Logan pours himself a drink and he presses a button on a device and a man materializes. Logan shakes his head and the man vanishes. <laughs> was it me or did, did the guy that vanished kind yeah. of give a. Yeah. Mm. yeah he, he did, did, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A woman appears instead. He takes her hand, says hello, and welcomes her. He sits her on you the would. sofa and kisses her. She pushes him away and says, please no. Logan then seems to mock her by repeating it and leads her to the bedroom. Okay, so he comes across as quite a dick at this point. 
He is, but then again, I mean, he's got a giant 23rd century oh. Tinder thing oh. on his on his wall, hasn't he? I wonder he? what he was going to say, but yeah. yeah. So she insists <laughs> no, and he says, what's wrong? Do you prefer women? No, she says. Well, nothing. I felt sad. I put myself on the circuit. It was a mistake. So people put yourself on this thing on the circuit, and then you could materialize them in your uh, in your room. In your room, yeah. Yeah, but... So Logan didn't put himself on the circuit. He was like the shopper. So there has He's to be like, so there has to be like a choice that you make to put yourself on the circuit, and then mm-hmm. there's people not putting themselves on the circuit. It seems like there'd be more people looking than putting yourself on a circuit, so that you could suddenly material. And you have no control of where you materialize, apparently. Well, no, but then again, it's no different than than Tinder, is it? You put yourself on Tinder well, and, and people swipe you, don't they? Yeah, but I think you'll find that people aren't standing there waiting yeah, to it, be swiped. Those, those are it, photographs, Paul. But yeah, but what I, I'm saying... I know you're not all fair with this internet <laughs> thing, but the, when you're looking at your Tinder, apparently you do. No, I just right? know what it is. I don't have Those Tinder. people in those pictures, they're not in your phone standing there. Yeah, but this, this is the 23rd century. You know, it's a logical progression from that, isn't it? What's logic? These people... Like, you have to stand there and wait for someone to suddenly... You could, what if you're on the loo? <laughs> can, can you be in the circuit and on the loo? I'm sure there's a market for that as well. I'm sure there is. But how does... I, I just don't get it. You just stand there waiting. You're like, mm-hmm. That's really soul-destroying if you just stood there all evening and no one materialises you in the <laughs> no room. No one materialises you. Or you just materialise in a room and there's just 20 teenage girls just laughing at you. Brings back memories. <laughs> oh, we've lost him. Come back to us. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just it just makes no sense. It's daft. It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm gonna say though, he has got your. Uh, oh, hold ability. on. Where are we going? Where are we going with this? Prepare myself for a gantrum insult that's been carefully prepared and written down. And... <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I did not change it from mine to yours at all. Um, he's he he has got your. Uh, Foreplay skills, hasn't he, Colin? Which is what? He just says to her, let's have sex. Okay. What have I heard? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, that came out wrong. I didn't mean you said it to me. No. (laughs) So Logan asks her, what do you feel sad about? And she says a friend of hers put himself on the carousel and now he's gone. And he says, I'm sure he was renewed, says Logan. He was killed like the others. Why do you say killed? Why that word? Isn't that what you do? I never killed anybody in my life. Sandman Terminate Runners. What's your name? Jessica. And now it's odd now he seems to have moved from being someone who questions stuff to someone Mm -hmm. who doesn't want to question stuff. Almost like he's inconsistently written is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the only way I can justify it is that he's now, he's a Sandman and so he's, talking to a stranger so he has to pretend to have a sandman way of looking at things he's back on the clock yeah that's the only way i can back on the what because he's on the circuit clock oh but that's the only way i can justify it but it does feel like it's a weird switch but it keeps switching between who he is yeah yeah in fact the only one that doesn't really is um francis yeah he's just uh an ass throughout the entire film I don't know if he is. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it later in the movie, but I think he's actually more complicated than people give him credit for, I think. Oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. 
I've never killed anybody in my life, so Salman Terminate Runners, what's your name? Jessica. Well, sad or not, you're beautiful. Let's have sex. <laughs> and in my notes, I've written Paul's chat up line. <laughs> we both had similar thoughts there, didn't we? Yeah. You know, that's the one line from this film that always I always remember. Oh, I wonder why. Well, I think I, think I saw this movie probably when I was quite young. and You, you know, wrote it down, you know, in case it came with news. <laughs> well, you never know. No, you don't. Mm. Well, you kind of do. <laughs> it's not going to work. No, she says, why are you wasting my time? Why did you put yourself on the circuit? She reminds him that it was a mistake. He wonders if it's because he's a Sandman, and she's curious how a Sandman lives. Why is it wrong to run? Logan says she shouldn't be thinking these things, even though, you know, he's thinking these earlier. Mm. You know what to do. You try like hell for renewal. Or when this turns black, meaning device on his hand, that's it. But for some reason, you want to be 31, then you have the same chance as everybody else, the carousel. But if you're one of the misfits, that's where I come in. Now, I don't get this line because don't you get reborn as a baby? You don't live another year, do you? Or do you? That's what they think, isn't it? They think that you, you get reborn as a baby. But but I, I would imagine that, you, that the people that run don't want to be reborn, do they? They but want then to carry on. Oh, so, so if you don't get chosen at the carousel, you get to live another year. You're not reborn. You get I to guess be so. Mm. Got it. All right. I do like the fact that... that the idea of wanting to be 31 is such a, a, a almost silly idea to him, isn't it? Like, why would you want to be 31? I mean, I, I being 25, often think that. <laughs> it's way up there in the future. You're still, you're still kicking. Yeah. So uh, he reaches for his gun. Jessica mentions that she didn't say she would run. She tells him that she goes red next year. Years away then. Mm. he asks her where she lives and tries to push the idea of sex again because like Paul he's never one to give up a good idea <laughs> suddenly Francis bursts in with two friends and, and then Jessica leaves mm-hmm. Francis throws a device into the air explodes in pick smoke and then Logan grabs the girls he's instantly forgotten about Jessica and apparently can breathe in pink smoke so. yeah Fra- Francis has become a 60s Batman villain yeah it's weird isn't it how's that helping anything you're like, oh, what the fuck, Francis? What did you do that for? Can't see everything. My eyes tearing up. My face is covered in pink powder. And... I think it's supposed to be some kind of drug, isn't it? Ah. Mm. All right. So the next day, Francis and Logan are heading to work when they encounter another Sandman, all bloodied up. He was mm-hmm. chasing a runner in the cathedral when he ran into some cubs and got attacked. It does this, this film. It throws words in but doesn't tell you what they are. No, you just have to figure it out as you go, don't you? Yeah. Logan thinks somebody was helping the last runner because of the face change. Mm-hmm. And they enter a control center, and one of the operators tells Logan there's a runner in the power center. He stops to look at the display while Francis walks on. Now, Francis enters another room, and machine asks him to identify himself. He does and places a disc on the machine. And meanwhile, Logan watches the runner being terminated on the scanner. He then enters the same room as Francis alone, and uses the same machine. He places the belongings he collected from last night's runner, including the ankh, symbol, mm-hmm. the talisman. The machine starts to beep, but does not ask for his identity. Then it stops. Logan 5, approach and identify. She sounds like a, a like a slightly sexier Alexa, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. Aggressive. 
sexy Alexa. Yeah, there's too much enthusiasm when you said that. What? Oh, no, shut up. No, Alexa. Alexa. Go to... Shut up, can you refuse to talk or stop talking? Yeah, shut up. No, shut up. Can you remain closely confined? No, shut up. Did that answer your question? No, shut up. Thanks for your feedback. Alright, you just just sent no shut up to Amazon. Yeah. That is this person Paul Wood is rather rude. (laughs) Put that down in his Huge amount of data we have. I uh, can't catch what you can't see, pal. <laughs> just gonna keep saying that. Yeah, I am. That's my new. That's my new catchphrase. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the voice tells Logan to sit facing the screen. He does. Identify. There's a pulsing sound. Identity affirmed. The image of the anchor appears on the screen, and he's asked if he can identify it. He can't. He asks what it is. The machine tells him, then asks if he can identify the word sanctuary. Again, he can't. The machine tells him that it is a pre-catastrophe code word used for a place of immunity. Logan, like the rest of us, is confused. <laughs> this felt a bit like you trying to explain hashtags to me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had that same tortured look. I did, yeah. The object is identified with the code word sanctuary. Both relate to runners who have not been accounted for. It says there are 1,056 unaccounted runners. Logan finds this impossible. Logan asks if anybody has ever reached a renewal. But everyone believes they do. The voice simply says, your question has been answered. It then authorizes him to search outside of the dome. Mm-hmm. There's nothing outside, says Logan. The voice tells him to find Sanctuary and destroy. Logan asks what if he needs help from another Sandman. The voice refuses this request. He must begin by pretending to be a runner and seek Sanctuary. But Logan points out he is only a six. He's not close to renewal. Oh, that was a bad thing to say. A red light appears, and Logan seems to be in pain for a second. When he looks at his hand device, he sees that it is now flashing. His life clock has been sped up. So, so did the machine physically age him, or just change the colour of his crystal? Physically aged him, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Like, and anyway, age is just... It's not really like... If he's got six years and everyone goes, oh, you're six years older and all the records changed, it doesn't matter mm. what you feel like, right? Yeah, I suppose. Didn't he say he's got another four years left? Yeah. And um, um, so I suppose you don't really notice four years, do you? I mean, you, you no. wouldn't look that much different, would you? Four more years. And ask if mm-hmm. you'll get them back, but the voice refuses to answer. You must take the ank as identification. Logan has no choice. Yeah. Yeah, so he takes it. Yeah. Later, he finds Francis reclining in a steam pool. This gym looks uh, friendly, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of gym, right? It was friendly. Yeah, you like friendly gyms. Yeah, it was just hanging out, you know, doing uh, doing gymnastics. Yeah. I remember you were always talking about friendly gym. <laughs> friendly gym. <laughs> yeah, friendly yeah. Girls, I, right? Yeah, I used to see them in the park every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Feeding the pigeons. Feeding the pit. Well, that's what he said he was doing. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a weird way to do it, though, you know. Yeah, with his cock out. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that was fine. I just thought it was weird that, you know, that he was feeding them. Um... <laughs> go on, where are you going to go with this? <laughs> Cauliflower. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cock was fine. Okay. Well, I mean, it was. Oh, yeah, you liked it, did you? (laughs) 
Logan asks Francis if he's ever seen anybody renewed. Francis laughs. Logan insists. Of course, says Francis, but then can't answer if he's seen anybody he knew. Logan leaves. And Francis is a kind of looks a little worried about his friend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I would say he's, feel, he, he's feeling betrayed, but I don't think he's feeling betrayed at this point. I think he's just worried, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jessica enters, and uh, he called her there. She says the answer is still no. You can have any woman in the city. What do you really want? He shows her his red flashing device. Ooh, uh. Oh, but he does. He tells her he's going to run and needs her help. He shows her the ankh. He tells her he got it from a runner, but now it's different because it's him. She doesn't mm-hmm. believe him. I've never heard of a Sandman running, and I've never heard of Sanctuary either. He drops that in to see her reaction. Mm-hmm. And it startles her, and then she runs from his apartment. That whole scene's shot very strangely, isn't it? It's almost like a play. Yeah. There's very little cutting, and you get a lot of wide shots where you can see the two of the actors playing off each other. Right. Yeah, taking advantage of the uh, widescreen, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Yeah, it does, yeah. Later, Jessica walks through the square to meet some people. Now, Logan is secretly following. Mm-hmm. And one guy tells her where to meet them. They say she doesn't seem so sure and they're sorry, but he's heard of Sanctuary, and that makes him dangerous for us all. And she agrees they're going to kill Logan. I'm pretty sure that some of these people <laughs> aren't below 30 years old. Oh, you think? Yeah. Well, maybe they've been very lucky. I think they've had tough paper rounds. Yeah. Some of them, yeah. That'll do it to you. It will. Francis enters the control centre and takes over for one of the operators. Jessica knocks on Logan's door. She says she wants to help him. She takes him out and we see the other people in the group are following them. She -hmm. stops him and says they have to talk. But Logan gets a message. There's another runner in the cathedral. Mm-hmm. They're getting a transporter, although he tells her to go home, but she says she'd rather be with him. And then the others are watching. Uh, they don't know why she's changed the plan. Mm-hmm. Back in the control center, Francis sees Logan's going to the cathedral and decides to give him a hand. Yeah. Back at the transporter, the two guys have been following Logan, drag a girl out of the transport and climb in. This, uh, this back projection's not great, is it? Well, no, it's not brilliant. Mm-hmm. And we get model shots again. Mm-hmm. I think the, the model shots aren't, aren't too bad. It's the back projection that really takes you out of it, I think. You, like, you have a problem with poor back projection, don't you? I do, I do. I, I, I don't like matte lines. I don't know. He was funny in the 70s. <laughs> I thought he was that uh, private dick. Matt lines? Yeah, matte lines. Private dick. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes he went public. That's what that's what finished his career. Yeah, that's why you don't see him anymore. No, right? <laughs> Sheesh. Put it away. That was his catchphrase. <laughs> Put it away, Sam. Logan says the cubs are the wild ones because that's the way they are brought up. I wish I'd known my mother, says Jessica, out of the blue for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Logan laughs and wonders where she gets such ideas. <laughs> Is that why he laughs? Yeah. I assume so, because you don't talk about that thing, right? No, it's true. They get out the transport, and the place is abandoned. Logan goes first. They enter, and the door shuts behind them. Mm-hmm. They see a girl. She say, uh, Jessica says, don't be afraid. As they're talking, the girl steals Jessica's bracelet, and they got to run after her, but Logan stops her. It might be a decoy. That's kids for you, though. Yeah, little bastards. Taking, Look, take, take, take. Mm. Logan sorry, scans sorry. the... <laughs> all right, all right. You yeah. carry, carry on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Logan scans the area. As he steps in, a group of people surround them. The lead called Billy reveals he's the one that cut up the Sandman yesterday. They try to grab him, but Logan fires. 
and they run off leaving Billy behind and finally Billy runs off now this whole scene reminds me of that horrible Star Trek episode oh Miri yeah yeah bok bok on the head oh yeah. I hate that one <laughs> no I'm not being funny Billy's under 15 is he well it doesn't matter he's not part of the city right yeah, but no, all the Cubs, are, are, they're called Cubs because they're under 15. I thought they were just called Cubs because that's the team they played for. <laughs> nice American joke for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're called Cubs because they're all supposed to be under 15. Because doesn't he say to them, he says to Billy that once you turn 15, you'll be expelled. And, and... That's true. But, you know, fair enough. They, these guys, these people actually have had a hard life. Yeah. Because they live in this abandoned area, scourging for food. So don't don't doesn't one of the Sandmen in in the uh, Sandman office? <laughs> um, doesn't That's he? What it's called. Yeah, Sandman office. Sandman, Sandman office. He, he refers to it as a residence for violent delinquents, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did we go to school there? I think we did. Yeah. They're a bit daddy-o as well, aren't they? These. That's why another reason they remind me of the kids in that Star Trek mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. So Logan uses a scanner and finds the runner. The runner pleads with him. Logan tells her he wants to help her and shows her the ankh. Mm. Meanwhile, Francis is watching. He is. Logan gives the woman a grenade of some sort and tells her how to use it. And they move on, leaving her. Francis sees the runner and he kills her. Yeah, she milks that death a bit as well, doesn't she? She does. She's going for it. Why didn't she use the grenade? Well, she's forgotten about it. Like, like we did two seconds after he gave it to her. Yeah, she could have used it. She's thrown at him. And again, she tells him, she she says to uh, Logan that she's 22. Well, people looked older in the 70s. Is that what it is? Yeah, you never <laughs> noticed that. We've had this conversation before. Oh, yeah, all, all the haircuts and everyone smoked yeah. and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. She should have thrown the grenade at him and gone, time's run out for you, Sandman. But no, she doesn't. It's a very good she line. She dies. Thanks, she dies. Anyway, another part of the cathedral, Logan and Jessica hear the runner scream. It doesn't seem to bother them that much. Mm-hmm. Jessica reveals that she was taking Logan to be killed and that she didn't believe him, but she does now. And he asks her to take him to Sanctuary or to her friends, but she still won't. And they see the little girl and she gives Jessica a bracelet back. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she gives her a bracelet back and then she looks down and realizes she's nicked her shoes. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Logan opens the cathedral door to head back. He's going to get a new face. Suddenly decided this. Yeah, we, we suddenly we can do this. Well, you can do it because of that person. Yeah, yeah, I gather that, but, you know. Why didn't he do this earlier? Yeah, exactly. Just do that first. Mm. I don't know. Maybe because, for, oh, because, maybe because now Francis has seen him. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, all right. We'll go, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. The person who helped the runner. He thinks somebody there will help him. Maybe there is, says Jessica. And goes with him. Or maybe he just goes for information, really. Yeah, yeah. The two guys have been following them, watch them leave. Logan enters the doctor's place. The doctor shows him the machine. His assistant guides him to the table. Outside, the doctor is annoyed that Jessica brought him there, but Jessica tells him that Logan is a runner. The machine lowers over Logan. And there's a phone call. The doctor's attitude changes, and he uses the machine to cut through Logan's uniform. And the doctor is trying to kill Logan, but Jessica knocks him over. Logan and the doctor... Have fisticuffs. Fisticuffs? Mm. It's all very bondish, this, isn't it, with the lasers and everything? Yeah, it's like that excellent Die Another Day, which we recently did in an episode <laughs> that everyone should download and listen to because it's good. There's not many people doing that. Um, no, it, um, you know I me, mean, I love a laser. Hey, I've heard that about you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we did that said. gag as well. 
Yeah, I'm just saying. No, that's what I mean. I've heard that about you. I did in the last podcast. You didn't listen wasn't to it. it. Wasn't it, guy? No, I never do. You don't even listen to me when I'm talking to you. Sorry, were you talking? Yeah. <laughs> Too shy. Sorry, what? What, yeah. <laughs> the doctor is knocked into the machine and is cut to pieces. He is, he's diced, isn't he? Yeah. Francis bursts in. He says he saw Logan let her run and go. Logan knocks Francis over and runs for it. And Jessica knows a place to escape to. And they, they, <laughs> they enter a place that's full of smoke, red lights and naked bodies and mm-hmm. lots of touching and... Everything is in slow motion, and then Goldsmith goes crazy with the plinkety plonks. It's called the Love Shop. Love Shop. What's the name of it? Yeah, the Love oh, Shop. A, got a B fifty two song in my head now. <laughs> love Shack, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a, it's certainly an interesting place, this, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's all very trippy, and it's all in slow motion because Francis runs in there, and now he's in slow motion too. I wonder if you can get bulk orders in. I don't think they worry about your size. Well, there's no fat people in this future, so... That's true, yeah. that's true. Now, is yeah. it me? Are they all wearing body stockings or are they all naked? It's hard to tell. I think it's it's both. It's you and they're all wearing body stockings. What? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to run that by me again. He just said, is it me or are they all wearing body stockings? It is you, so you and you, they are all uh, wearing body stockings. So you're saying that I'm seeing nudity where there isn't any? You always do, right? I'm sure I saw some... I've seen the way you watch Blue Peter. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a weird laugh. Oh, Janet Ellis. Eh? Um, <clears throat> wow, well, specific too. Oh, yeah, I can be specific for you if you like. Um, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sure I saw some dangly bits in this in this bit. Okay. Well, anyway. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting place. Mess- You'd shop there, wouldn't you? At the love shop. What did it sell? Ah... Uh... I mean, I didn't see any, you know, aisles and products. Didn't see any what? Just people. I didn't see any aisles. Aisles. And, like, oh, I had to take right. my shopping cart down and stuff like that. Trolley, shopping trolley. <laughs> what? what, what where are you going to wheel trolley. that? Yeah, I mean, ah. I didn't. So why is it called a shop? What are you buying? Love. And if it's people, can you just use that bloody Tinder thing that he was using? Ah, maybe they're you know, maybe it's specific for you know um niches. I was thinking perverts. Oh, okay. There's gotta be perverts um, in the future, hasn't there? Niche is just French for pervert. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can't just do away with perverts, can you? I guess not. In fact there'd probably be more, right? Because you can indulge your pleasures. Exactly. Yeah. And you know you're gonna be renewed, so So what what the hell? Yeah. Catch it all. Yeah, Pokemon. the place is getting better and better. <laughs> Suddenly that dying at 30 is not looking too bad, is it? No, no. Probably get more done. Get what? More, what? Get, you, probably, you probably have more of a life living up to 30 than most people do now, living up to 100. <laughs> I'm not planning on living up to 100. I'll be lucky if I see 50 at this rate, Colin. <laughs> Okay, if I see the end of this podcast. <laughs> they do go on a bit. You're right. <laughs> You're supposed to edit these things, you know. I can only do so much. I know. Anyway, go on. They run to a long metal staircase outside a metal wall and start making their way down. Mm-hmm. Logan says there's no going back now. They make their way through the back of some alleys to meet in a secret location. Mm-hmm. 
And now she tells him he should stay behind him. It's a reversal of the cathedral situation. The voice tells Logan to put his hands on his head. Jessica is told to walk into a light with Logan behind him. Lighted spears are pointed at his head. Oh, they don't believe him when he tells them he's a runner. The spears are scorching to the touch. Oh, is that what it is? I thought they were just squirting gas in their face. I thought they were hot, like burning. No? You thought they were, you thought they were hot? No. Yeah, like red burning. No? All right. No. Holly appears from the doctors. And I, I don't mean like, you know, the green stuff that gets wheeled out at Christmas time. <laughs> I mean the doctor's assistant. She we, tells should, no, we should say as well that Holly was, is um, Farrah Fawcett as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. We should. You're right. She tells him that Logan killed the doctor because suddenly she has the worst memory ever. It's an odd performance, isn't it? Yeah, it's like she's... Stoned? Possibly. Mm. It is weird. Because Jessica pleads with her to remember that the other Sandman did it, the one that was chasing Logan. You know, he was there. And what happened? Mm -hmm. And Holly remembers, finally, Holly remembers that the Sandman was after Logan. He is really running. But it's it's bizarre that she doesn't remember. Mm Mm-hmm. A voice says to pass him through. He's told to follow a tunnel to the end. He's not at the sanctuary yet. Once he reaches the end, there's no going back. Logan tells Jessica to return. She shouldn't go with him, but she wants to see sanctuary. Is he doing this because he doesn't want her to see him destroy the sanctuary? Well, this is what I, I, I made a note. that um, So up to this point, Logan's still on board with the plan. Yeah. Until she wants to go with him because he's starting to care for her and he knows that if she goes with him, there's no turning back for her and she'll end up being terminated, won't she? Oh, I also wondered if she went with him, she'd see what his real mission was about and so she wouldn't want to be with him. Yeah, it could be a bit of both, I think. Mm. Yeah. But you're still green, he says. You've got plenty of time left. I'm talking about the device on mm-hmm. her hand, not mm-hmm. colour of the face. <laughs> But it doesn't matter. She wants to be with him wherever he goes. And then an explosion goes off and an army of sandmen appear. Francis is leading them. Logan and Jessica run. And we see that Holly is dead. We do die. I was might, quite disappointed yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, she might not be dead. She probably just can't remember. Well, I mean, the, the expression on her face doesn't change, does it? That's true. Mm. That's true. Logan and Jessica run. Francis pleads with him. Francis tells Logan, come back, but Logan opens fire on him. They run past pipes and corridors and they reach an end and a voice tells him to use the key. They use the ankh that Logan took from the runner and he drops it because they're struggling to open the door. Yeah, and he drops it in in two inches of water and they can't find it. No, that's correct. Mm -hmm. The door opens and closes just before Francis can reach them. Now they're inside what looks like an oil refinery or a power station. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's under the city but it looks unused. Francis finds the anchor key on the floor. Logan and Jessica make their way through and they go down the steps of the oil refinery or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Francis follows. He finds them and he shoots, missing but destroying a water pump. A surge of water since Logan flying. Jessica's caught up in it and they're pushed along by the fierce current. Oh, I hate an angry raisin. They reach a metal door, clamber through and shut it behind him. <laughs> They're on a mechanical elevator. Logan pushes a lever and rises to the top. They step off the elevator and find themselves in caves of snow and ice. It's freezing cold. And they find some animal hides that are just conveniently left behind. They put those on. When, when they find those uh, convenient 
animal skins that are left around. Yeah. Logan says to um, Jessica, let's take our clothes off first before they freeze on us. Smooth. Yeah, I told you, he never gives up. He doesn't, no. He's, he's going to get there in the end. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. does. And he's end. Yeah. 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 Suddenly a very chatty silver robot appears. He claims to be more than a machine, more than a man, more than a fusion. He's called Box. Ah, Logan questions ah, him. But is he but related Bo- to Box from Star Cops, do you think? Do you think this is what Box from Star Cops evolved into? So, <laughs> so evolved from a little box into a giant fucking robot. <laughs> could be, could be. Add, so know, it, adding stuff every so often, you know. So it went bigger. So they, so they started off miniaturized and then went, oh, it's a little small. Can yeah. we make it three times the size? He, he wanted and arms, he wanted a face, un, you know. Unable to go upstairs. Well, yeah, no different then, is he, really? You can just carry him. Can't carry this guy. He <laughs> <laughs> could be. Could be. Could be Bob. No, no, not having that. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Logan questions him, but Box is annoyingly cryptic. Box tells him to follow it. They enter a corridor and see bodies frozen in ice cages. How did he get there? Logan asks. Same as the other food, replies Box. But then the food stopped coming and they did instead. So I stored them here. So are these all the people that, that have tried to escape from the city? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, they've gone to seek sanctuary. So why did he strip them before he frees them? I don't want, you don't keep your food clothed, do you? Well, I mean, you don't, you don't take the skin off the chicken, do you? No, we take the feathers off. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I, I walked into that one, didn't I? <laughs> I mean, we do. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't do that. <laughs> we <laughs> just leave them up. The, yeah. That's the no wonder flavor. you don't like you. Okay. That's the yeah. So Box raises his cutting and drilling weapons. It's my job to freeze you. Logan fights the robot, uh, which appears to enjoy its job way too much. Quite he frankly. is. He's waving his gun around and everything, isn't he? Yeah. And laughing yeah, at one point as well. Yeah, he's insane, this robot. Mm-hmm. Which, but similar to Logan was when he was chasing that runner. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. But the ice roof collapses onto the robot and Logan and Jessica escape. They step out the cave and they see the sun rising, but they don't know what a sun is. They don't, do they? They're quite shocked at what it is. Yeah. Jessica realizes that they must be outside. Mm-hmm. They see trees, waterfalls, grass. Or grass. Grass? Uh, <laughs> oh, grass. Like they saw grass, yeah. did they? Right. Yeah, it's probably how you say now. You. Yeah. <laughs> I say grass. Yeah, and feel the warmth for the sun. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Francis is still chasing Logan. I'd have given up by now. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> so, like, to be honest with you, I'd have given up as soon as he walked down them stairs. I'm like, yeah. Let's go I'll, back. I'll just, I'll just say him. I killed him. Yeah, yeah that's what I do too. No, no. <laughs> So he makes his way through the now collapsing ice caves and sees the remains of the robot. Logan and Jessica clamber through the bushes for hours and hours while Francis <laughs> finally sees the sun. Jessica panics as a lizard goes near. They've no idea of the outside. And mm-hmm. Night falls, it gets cold, and they rest. As they hug, Logan says, It all made sense until Box. Yeah, Logan, you're not fair wrong, though, mate. <laughs> He's true. true. Yeah, it's true. The next day, they both find a river and water, and they dive in. You know there's probably fish poo in that. 
Isn't there fish poo in everything you dive in? I hope there's no fish poo in the swimming pool. Oh, I bet there's something in there. <laughs> it's probably poo, but... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Which is worse, human or fish? Ooh. It's a question that I, I, I battle with every day, to be honest. Is that? Yeah, which is human? Which is human? Which is human? <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find the humans are human and the fish are fish. Which is human, fish or poo? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's figure it out. Do, 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 do. On today's episode. Poo. Mm. Human poo, probably. Human poo, probably, yeah, I would think so. But then fish poo, I mean, fish poo's tiny, isn't it? Yeah. You can get in places, you don't, you know. Can't do, yeah. I've got fish poo, I've changed my mind. Good, glad we cleared that up. <laughs> Jessica notices that the perm crystals are clear. The life clocks have no power outside to the city. Mm-hmm. He seems genuinely happy here as well. Do you think he's not faking it anymore, though? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, Jessica agrees to have sex. And... All it took was for him to speed up his life cycle, turn against the Sandman, kill a doctor, attack his friends, smash a robot to death, flee the city, and spend two days without water. By that point, he'd be too knackered to do anything. I don't know. I've done more than that. Really? <laughs> no, actually, no. no. <laughs> Way too much effort, really, isn't it? He's right. Mm. He'd be like, nah, you're too hard to get. But then he gets Jenny Agatha. As they reach a small hill, they see a building in the distance. They move towards the monument. As they get closer, they also see a Romanesque building covered in weeds and vines, and it looks like the Capitol building in D.C. This stuff looks really good, doesn't it? I mean, I know it's yeah. all matte paintings. Mm-hmm. But, but, but they're nice matte paintings. Yeah, they but, look really good. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what the people are like, gasped Jessica. And when they enter, they see a towering statue of Abraham Lincoln. I don't know what they like, says Logan, but fuck me, they were tall. <laughs> Good one. He doesn't. He doesn't say that. <laughs> this, is, this is actually as powerful as as um, the ending of Planet of the Apes, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> don't you think so? But yet, yeah. no one remembers this. No, that's true. Mm. They don't. Yeah. It's because it's not got Chuck in it. I wasn't not going anywhere Chuck. with that. I was just <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> just yeah. an observation, you know. Logan says he's never seen a face like that and realises it must be what somebody old looks like. They make their way through a cemetery. Um, they've never seen one before. Mm-hmm. They enter another building and Logan hears a noise. He picks up some wood as a weapon. There's somebody in a room. And a cat suddenly runs from the doorway. Logan opens the doorway and they step in. They see an old man. He watches them. Who are you? They ask. The old man says he can't remember his name. Logan asks him if he can see his hand. The old man has no device there. No. They're curious about his craggy face and his white hair. They've never seen anybody like that before. And they ask him if he's alone. And he says, no, he has all these cats. Yeah, and, and, and Jessica asks if, he, if she can touch his cracks. Yes. She does. I'm making it up. She does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, know. Peter Eustonoff pretty much improvised most of his lines for this. Yeah, well, not surprising. <laughs> Go on. No, just not surprising, that's all. I'm just mm-hmm. going to leave it there. All right. They don't know about cats either. Mm-hmm. For some reason, there's no cats in the... You know, the cats, they'd be perfect. I mean, you only live to your 30. Cats only live for so long, so... Yeah, you... you the cat, your cat wouldn't die before you. You'd probably die at similar ages. Yeah. So, 
cat could, lots of people. Cat could bury you. They're good at that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, or they wouldn't need to use those people on jets. They would just let the cats eat the f- people. Yeah, 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 yeah. The old man talks about the different names of the cats for hours. It does go on a bit, this, doesn't it? <laughs> Logan asks how long he's been there and is anybody else around? And he says others have passed according to his mother and father. Mm-hmm. Oh, Logan and Jessica are amazed. You know your parents. And the old man has to see their hands. He sees the device on it and he wants one. Jessica offers the, offers the ank. They decide to rest there. Jessica wants to move on afterwards. Logan tells her that the sanctuary, it doesn't really exist. It's just an idea. But Jessica insists it must be there. They look around the places, the paintings and the books. Suddenly, Francis appears and he grabs Jessica. I don't know, he's completely loony now, right? Yeah, he's gone full on loon. You, yeah. you know some of these paintings? Um, one it's of them, a full loon. Yeah, it's a full loon, full loon. One of these paintings was supposed to be Nixon, you know. Mm. And uh, Ustinov was meant to have a line where he said, um, oh, he looked a bit tricky, didn't he? Ah, but, but they nixed it? They cut it, they cut it, yeah. Mm. Too, cl- too close, I think they felt too at the close. time. Okay. He drags her into another room. Logan notices she's missing and goes to look for her. Francis has her on the balcony. He points his gun at Logan. He's going to kill him. Logan tells him, look at your palm. See the truth. Francis yells that it's a lie and jumps off the incredibly high balcony, landing and rolling. <laughs> and then two stuntmen have a fight, don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> and Francis tries to spear Logan with a flag. Finally, Logan knocks Francis down, and Francis dies in Logan's arms. His last words are, Logan, you've renewed. Yeah, Francis didn't get much for all his trouble, did he? All that trekking through the desert, he just got the shaft. I'll tell you another thing as well about um, Peter Ustinov's performance. Didn't it remind you a little bit of Wilfred Wilfred? Wilfred? (laughs) I'm I'm hunting wabbits. I know, I know. Didn't it remind you a little bit of uh, Wilfred Hyde White in uh, Buck Rogers? Oh, that same kind of uh, yeah. making it up as a go along, eccentric, not really the kind of act. Yeah, it, I it, can see that. It, it seems like at times that that um, they're feeding him lines that are obviously scripted, not mm. knowing what he's going to come back with. Right. And they're just keeping rolling for as long as he wants to talk. Right. Yeah, that's true. I agree. They bury Francis in the cemetery. Logan tells Jessica that they're going back. They need to tell the people what they've learned. Jessica argues with him. They'll never be believed. Logan says if he doesn't go back, the killing will continue. And if he doesn't go back to stop that, then he can't go on living with it. Logan tells the old man they're leaving and they decide to take him with them. He's evidence that people do grow old. What about the cats? I was thinking that as well. He's going to feed his cats. Yeah. Hmm. Terrible. Hmm. Should report them. Should. If there was anyone left to report it to. That's true. They make the long journey back and the old man never stops talking. I'd have ditched him halfway back. I I actually wrote, do you think he talks all the way to the city? Yeah, constantly. Just (laughs) diarrhea. They discuss the concept of husband and wife around the fire. And she, and then she seems up for it more than he, he does, doesn't she? Yeah, he's like, well, let's just take a time. Let's yeah. think about this. We don't want to rush into anything, you know. <laughs> I've got what I wanted. <laughs> wow. <Finally>. Wow. <laughs> That's All what right. he says. That's his kind of attitude. It's not mine. It's his. Okay. All right. They re-enter the city through the water power system. 
but the old man can't make it through. So Logan and Jessica tell him to wait, and they'll go and bring the people to him. How long would they he swim- have? How long would he have stayed though if they hadn't come back? Do you think? Well, yeah, that's what I was wondering. So uh, they swim under and through the water mm-hmm. system, emerging in a power station. They make their way through the power station and into the city. Mm-hmm. A carousel is about to begin. Logan yells at them that they don't have to go and that they can live, live. I mean, he comes across as batshit crazy at this point. He does. He's 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 not selling it to everybody, is he? No. He's like the preacher in Life of Brian, isn't he? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And not not doing his cars any good. Really. He shows them his clear crystal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor. The, the people ignore him. Jessica urges him to follow him, but the salmon grab them and drag them to an interrogation. His machine asks him where Sanctuary is. Logan tells him there's no place. All frozen. Logan resists the interrogation. He keeps repeating old man and ruins that there is no sanctuary. The strength of resistance somehow overpowers the machine, like Captain Kirk negotiating with a robot. Seriously, I wrote he Captain Kirk's it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. It's, it is like that. Except mm-hmm. usually in Star Trek, there's a logic behind, like, he detects the flaw in the logic of the robot. This doesn't make any sense why this machine doesn't just go, okay. <laughs> I was waiting for the machine to go, so what is love? Yeah, it's like it doesn't. So mm. you keep saying there's no sanctuary. You know what? We'll just send another one. Yeah, because it's not like they haven't got many, is it? I know. So I don't understand why it suddenly gets confused. Logan grabs a gun from one of his guards and shoots his way out as the computer and the entire building now starts to explode. Yeah, it's destroy the set time, isn't it? Yeah, but it's kind of over the top for a rock. It's just, just machine. Just calm down. There's no sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Why are you exploding? It's not confusing. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense, does it? No. The place explodes and the people flee to the surface, and they just happen to flee to where Peter Ustinov is stood. There's only that one door, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, and then so they must have all swam through that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But none of them are wet. Just, just, just go with it. Okay. All right. There they see the old man, and they crowd around him as the buildings in the distance some reason explode. Mm-hmm. A young man reaches out to touch him, and all the crowds want to. Logan and Jessica watch and wave at the old man who waves back. Then the dome explodes, and as the credits roll, we see the smouldering carousel building, which has the people floating superimposed over it. He's got it made here. They're just groping him, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's usually the old man doing the groping. Especially in the 70s. I'll tell you what, though, that um, their other reaction could have been they could have just killed him. That's true. Mm. Wah! Killed an unbeliever. Yeah, exactly. Beat him to death. Yeah, with his, that, with his own beard. How do you beat someone to death with a beard? <laughs> it takes a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that is the end of Logan's Run. So, Paul. Yes, Colin. What do you think of Logan's Run? I think that there's so much to recommend this film. You're just going to end there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bit more. All right. I absolutely love the look of this film. Um, set designs, the 70s future fashion. I think it's great. I love all that. Mm-hmm. I think the music is some of Jerry Goldsmith's finest. I think the actors all suit the roles. Mm-hmm. Even Peter Ustinov, who's clearly cheering the scenery, he's very watchable. I think the central idea is, is really compelling. You know, that antiseptic future where population control has become almost a religious regime. It's all really interesting. 
And um, the second half of the film, while we get to see the overgrown outside world, that's incredibly cinematic, I think. It's quite powerful at times, I think. And it's good contrast to the, you know, the, the sterile, um, sort of brightly coloured city that we see in the first half of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love this movie. I think it's fantastic. It's one of my favourites, and it's a definite hit for me, I'm afraid. Why are you afraid? Because I get the impression that you're going to disagree with me. Well, not really. I, I'm less enthusiastic about it than you are. I think there's huge flaws in the logic of the backstory and the setup of it. I don't find um, Logan's character consistent through mm-hmm. the film. Mm-hmm. And I think the film grinds to a halt when it hits Peter Ustinov. And I think the reason that they've hired Peter Ustinov and they let him ad live is because they realize that the whole story just grinds to a halt and they needed something to cover that up. Something over yeah. the top yeah. and interesting to carry it through. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ending feels very rushed. Uh, I don't believe the robot, well, robot, the machine. Um, computer exploding and getting confused just because logan keeps saying there's no sanctuary and it can't understand why there is no sanctuary and that doesn't make any sense to me and that robot is weird it's like it's from a different film the box (laughs) but i do enjoy it i like it's the concept of it even though like i said there's some flaws in the logic of it but Mm -hmm. i i get the idea and i like the model work even though it looks like models but i like it for what it is um, I enjoy Jenny Ogata. <laughs> Don't we all? Um, oh, we yeah. did. We did. Well, I still do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on, those cold, <laughs> on those cold nights. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you know, for me, it's a hit, but I'm less enthusiastic about it than you are. What are we doing next? Well, next time we're going to do something for spooky Halloween time, aren't we? We are. We're doing Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to be doing In the Mouth of Madness, another John Carpenter film. A second one. Yeah, this one's from 1994. And Ooh, that's I... a bad sign. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never seen it. Neither have I. Wait, really? Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's make some mockery of a whole, is it better back then, theory of a show? <laughs> okay. Not necessarily. We do films all the time that we haven't seen. Usually one of us has seen them. No, well, this will be a first. Yeah, okay. I I thought you would have seen this. No, we're both coming in cold. Hmm, not the first time. I know. But if you'd like to suggest a film or TV show, then you can send us an email at retrospection at email.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at Retrospecky, and you can also find us on Facebook. And if you'd like to hear some of the songs and the themes from the movies and TV shows we've reviewed, you can check out the playlist on Spotify. And please, if you get the chance, rate and review us on whichever platform you listen to the podcast. And... You can also sponsor us to keep our old episodes online at patreon.com forward slash retrospection. And, I, and I'd like to say that I uh, I promise not to get sick again for quite some time. You're always sick. <laughs> All right, ill. Thank you for downloading this episode and listening. Goodbye. Bye. <coughs> I mean, bye. <laughs>